Hey, Dan Talks listeners, welcome to another solo episode of Dan Talks. This week, I am flying solo yet again. I feel like Bernie Sanders. I am here again asking you to listen to me talk solo. So I thought about reading New York Times uh, headlines. Already done that, and also they're quite sad uh, recently. And then I thought about random topic generated, but I've already done like the computer version and the uh, farmed from Chris version. So I think what I'm going to do is um, Google in front of you. Solo podcast episode ideas. Okay. Behind the scenes of an industry. Take your listeners on a journey. Clueless newbie and podcast ideas for beginner. Okay, no. Tell the same story from different points of view. Uh, none of these are hitting. That's the street outside, as you probably guessed. Your morning routine. How you handle difficult customers. Top priorities of your life. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm supposed to come up with a list of potential topics. It didn't do that. Create an episode outline, definitely didn't do that. Begin an episode with a hook, uh, definitely didn't do that. Share a unique point of view, definitely didn't do that. Recap the episode and use the right tools. Um, No. Fill up down periods with content. I don't think um, this counts. Well, it certainly counts as a down period. I know it doesn't count as content. Keep things fresh. Well, the fresh part of this is that I I am doing it weekly. So that's the fresh part. Um, And perhaps my attitude is the fresh part as well um create a stronger connection it's a great way to cultivate a more intimate connection between host and audience i don't know how it could get closer um fill in the gaps let's face it guests aren't always going to say what we want them to interviews can often leave gaps in the information we want listeners to walk away with use a solo to supplement tactical insights for your audience that way you can clear any confusion around a topic quickly and without the diversion of an interview. I've seen that in a lot of much more produced podcasts where they have the host interject and say like, what we're going to talk about now is this, that, and the other. And um, I think that's probably very, uh, makes it more cohesive and like uh, listenable. <laughs> but those on um, cohesion and uh, listenability have always uh, come last with me. <laughs> It's not that they come last. I'm sure if I had a team of podcasters, I would, I would dip into that. But um, you're talking to, or you're listening to the team right now, as you already know. Okay, this is 75 podcast ideas from Buzzsprout, which is the competitor to um, Anchor, which is what I actually use. Which, by the way, I looked at like, so at what point do you monetize a podcast? Not that I, I knew that I was not close, but. Um, they said like 50 listeners, you can start doing ads, but then you're only going to get like cents. And also the only ads you do at that level are anchor ads, which is like why it's free. And then you like advertise for them. And it's not until you have like a thousand listeners per app that you can really start to make like ones and twos of dollars, or like maybe $10 or I don't even think it's $10. I think it's like $5 maybe. Um, so no ads uh, for the foreseeable future, which is great. Um, celebrity interviews that I have, I, I have interviewed some highest profile people. Um, 
I, I of course, would not be one of them. Uh, do you have tutorials, psychology, technology, advice? I would love to give unsolicited advice. Let's see if um. Let's see if people have questions, advice questions. Forty-eight questions that'll make small talk easier. For work, entertainment, food, travel. Let's talk about. Um, Okay, totally random. That sounds like a great category. Okay, let's see if we can do these eight. If you were in charge of picking the eighth wonder of the world, what would you choose? I wonder if I, I can't even say it's the seven wonders. Seven wonders are pyramids, Great Wall, Niagara Falls. Are those even three? Seven wonders of the world. The Colosseum, Great Wall of China, Taj Mahal, Christ the Redeemer, Brazil, Machu Picchu, Chicken Itza in Mexico, Petra Jordan. See, who's going to get all of those? Um, if I was going to pick the eighth wonder of the world, um, it would be a clean public restroom in New York City. Uh, what do you wish you had placed in a time capsule 15 years ago? Um, probably like, well, 15 years ago, I was 15. So it's like height of closet years, uh, like being in the closet. So, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I would really want to read. Uh, I was going to say it's like something I wrote, but maybe like a persuasive essay. If I wrote a persuasive essay in high school about something, 15, I, yeah, that's probably high time when I was writing persuasive essays. I would like to um, have, be able to read those. What's the strangest compliment you've ever gotten? Um, hmm. Well, I think it's, I feel like there are sometimes when people have seen me for a long time and then they say, you have really nice eyes, as if they haven't looked at them before. And so I think I have like only sometimes beautiful eyes. I think sometimes I give maybe too much of a deadpan that it's not evident that my eyes are stunning. So I think that probably feels like the strangest is when it's like, you know, you're actually really beautiful eyes. It's like, well, what have you been looking at this whole time? Uh, have you ever thought of a cool invention or company only to discover someone had already invented or started it. Uh, no. If you could teach a college course on any subject you want, what would it be? Um, I would teach... It's funny because I've been a TA for Intro to Theater, which I was terrible at. I mean, I was okay as a teacher, but I did not know plays, um, which was the course. And then uh, Intro to Public Speaking, which, like everybody makes me nervous. And then of course, it's like when you teach a class, that's like public speaking three times a week or, you know, six with a number of classes. So anyway, that was uh, a little bizarre, but a college course on a subject I want, uh, it would be like dance composition. Like how do you make a three minute dance, uh, hour, you know, evening length dance? What are you interested in? How do you magnify that? How do you think about pace and spacing and style and message and all that. I would love that. Dance comp. Uh, what's the most out of character thing you've ever done? Out 
out of character. I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty in character, like, all the time, which I think is good. Most out of character thing I've ever done. I don't know. I'm like, I'm thinking I, I joined a fraternity in college and still part of the fraternity. So that was like not something I would have predicted, but also I really liked the guys. And so that was like fun and I really am happy I did that. So yeah, maybe like move to Wisconsin was like a little bit random, but also tracks with my like going with my intuition thing. Uh, so yeah, I guess moving to Wisconsin, I guess. But even then, it's like, you know, it's, it wasn't out of my character. It was just like a new discovery. Uh, what would be your ideal superpower? Um, my grandma has the best one, which is snap your fingers. It, it, her ideal superpower would be just snap her fingers and be ready for bed. Uh, I think my ideal superpower would be, hmm. This is boring because it's it's one that everyone sort of asks. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I think is having a lot of money a superpower. <laughs> I'm showing my Capricorn colors. I think um, my ideal superpower would be copious amounts of money. Uh, and in reality, that really is like I remember J.K. Rowling doing an interview and saying that uh, the closest thing to magic in the real world is money, because it'll allow you to do things that you never thought was possible. And, uh, and and I think that is sort of like the modern-day superpower. Um, if you could have any type of animal for a pet, what would it be? Uh, a dog. A dog. Okay, that's totally random questions. That's eight. Um, host-led workouts. We're not, I'm not going to make you do a host-led workout, nor uh, would you which is great for us to skip. Uh, book recommendations, one of my, oh, well, I started reading a book. Oh, it's called Society and, Col- Society and Culture by a guy named Marx, but it's not like Marx Marx. Society and Culture, Marx. Uh, keeps bringing up Karl Marx. Side and culture. How our desire for social rank creates taste, identity, art, fashion, and constant change by W. David Marks. Uh, and I've only read like a chapter and a half, but it's cool. It's interesting. It's like how do things become cool or not cool? And how does, um, like, what is the structures through which things become fashionable or not? Like, what is high society or what's been the, the how has high society morphed or congealed or uh surrendered to popular culture or um so you know i'm not through it but so far it's interesting um local news and events uh madison is supposed to, was supposed to have a freak fest for uh halloween but then they didn't because they didn't have enough sponsors is this not so interesting this episode <laughs> How long have I subjected you to this? Oh, 11 and a half minutes. Okay, well, let's see if we can get one more good, like, list of questions. And, uh, okay, I have to know who your audience is. I just know that it's you guys. I don't really know who, what's my personal interest? Uh, my personal interest is talking to others, which um, is very difficult when there's not another person in front of you. What's your differentiator? My differentiator is that uh, 
This is entirely made up, uh, which I know other people are doing, but not by not so randomly as this. Can it be monetized? Absolutely not. Um, 25 original podcast topics you should try. Um, run an advice column, narrate yourself doing something. <sighs> what can I do? Well, that's what I'm doing right now. Okay, so I'm already doing that. Talk about creating your show. I uh, I started Dan Talks in January of 2019. I think, 19, 20, 20, 21, 22. So this January will be four years. Um, and I've talked to a lot of interesting people. And I've been thinking I should, you know, I really should, at the end of, like, three full years. Well, I guess, no, January will be the end of four four years. Uh, do a sort of summation thing or, like, some sort of mosaic or, I don't know, something that's like, look at all these people I've talked to because um, I've talked to a really cool wide variety of people about a really cool wide variety of things um and also it was funny when i was living in the city i would be like oh let's meet up at your apartment or my work or somewhere and like record an episode um and then once covid hit it became all zoom and now it stayed zoom like so many other things and so it's sort of the mode has shifted but um but yeah i, th- I find it to be another like grounding weekly practice. And um, I do prefer uh, asking a new person questions because I feel like it adds like spice to the life of the podcast. But um, I also think it's important to do something every week. Like I've talked before about uh, the other podcast I listen to, Dance and Stuff with Reed Bartlemy in New York. And uh, Reed always records. Now he's uh, joined by Jeremy, who is Jack's partner, who used to be the co-host. And... Um, Every week they put something out, even if it's like just a, you know, mashup of this and that, that they just talk about. And um, I love that. So, hence, solo episodes. Offer quote of the day. Absolutely not. Uh, Look at a past event or topic. No. Teach basic skills. Interview regular people. I've done that. But um, they've all been extraordinary in one way or another. Uh, Podcast on the road. Publish a top 10 list. Let's see. Top 10. I was going to say top 10 email signatures. And I think that's that could perhaps be the bottom of the barrel here. So I will wrap up by saying this. Uh, it is Halloween tonight. You're likely listening to this the day after Halloween, November 1st. It's officially Christmas, uh, probably, no matter where you are. And... Um, how crazy how the time flies so i hope that uh you're in november being like you know what i've made a lot of good progress this year and i have the holiday plans down and i'm saying yes to what i say want to say yes to and saying no thank you to what i want to say no thank you to and um that you get your loved ones some really nice gifts the the most special of all is your presence and or your thoughts and heartfelt feelings about how important they are to you And in that spirit, I would like to say that you are very important to me, listener. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to giving you more Dan Talks next week and beyond. Okay, that's it. Okay, love you, bye.